Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. Public speaking. Oh, my God, public speaking. A fate worse than death for a lot of people. So what I want to talk about today is public speaking, how you can get more confident doing that, it might be something you've been thinking of for a while. It might be that actually you've been in a job and you've had to do this kind of stuff before, but you've never been trained and you're kind of winging it and you want to be better. So whatever the reasons are, um, public speaking can be incredibly powerful. Now, we tend to think of public speaking as standing on a stage and giving a big presentation, speaking to, you know, maybe hundreds, thousands of people, whatever it may be. But in reality, we are always communicating. We are always putting a message out there. So the thing is about public speaking. Yes, it can mean those really big events where you're on a stage and you're presenting or you're doing a speech. But it can also be a great skill to have in terms of your general communication skills. But as I say, if you actually speak to most people about the thought of getting on a stage and doing a speech, they would rather die than do that. Um, seriously, I think it's the second most feared thing after death, which is a pretty extreme position to, to think about it, isn't it? So what I want to help you with is how you can get a bit more comfortable with this. What are some of the practical things that you can put into place to help you if you are wanting to get into it? Or like I say, maybe you're doing some of this stuff anyway, but you've not really had any formal training on it. Now, I've been in the corporate world for 27 years. I've been in business for 30 years. So I've actually over the years had to do a lot of speaking. But the reality is for most of those years, I was never trained. It was just expected of me. So I don't know if that is something that might resonate with you, whereby maybe you're in a job and you've, you know, you've got promoted and you're just, it kind of comes with the territory to do this stuff. But it's almost assumed that you can just, you know, stand up there and, and make it happen and never actually had any sort of formal training. So, as I say, public speaking is often, a, you know, felt by many as a fate worse than death. So let's get into a little bit of detail around how you can approach it to get yourself more comfortable. Why is it important? And just some practical stuff really that you can put into place, whether it is standing on those big stages and delivering something like a very formal speech, or if it's maybe just actually communicating to a smaller group of people, these skills are equally useful. So as I say, over the 30 years that I've been in business, I've had to do lots of public speaking. And you know what? Every single time I would absolutely fill with dread. And I still get incredibly nervous now, you know, even going on and doing, say, a Facebook Live or, you know, something on social media, I still get butterflies and that is OK. So don't worry if you feel nervous. That's perfectly normal. But the reason why it's important, this is every single one of you has a voice. Every single person has a message and you never know when you might need to use your voice effectively, either as a speaker 
or in any form of communication. So this is about helping you get out of your comfort zone. And let's remember, you know, the growth comes when we actually push and do the hard stuff, the things that we don't necessarily want to do. So I'm going to take you through 10 things that have helped me. And as I say, you know, over the years, this has helped me in when I had a job in the corporate world, when I was starting out in my career, but also now as an entrepreneur with a multi-million pound portfolio of businesses, this stuff is still incredibly useful. So I actually uh, made a conscious decision that I wanted to be better and to improve in this area. So as I say, I actually know through the hard pains of the butterflies in the stomach, feeling like you're going to throw up or you need to go to the loo and forgetting everything, all of a sudden you go blank before you actually go to do a speech. So I know exactly how those emotions feel. So I'm just going to share with you what's worked for me and what might also help you. So grab a pen and paper if you've not got one. This is just simple stuff, right? So I'm going to take you through 10 points. And there's loads more because you can get really technical on this, but I just wanted to start off to give you a few pointers that's going to help you get a bit more confident and put some of these little tools into play to help you. So the first thing is you need to remember and realize that you have a message. Your voice is powerful and it doesn't matter what field you're in, what job you've done, what industry you're in, what business you run, whether you're you know, talking from personal experience or business experience, every single person has got a valuable message to deliver. But the first thing is you need to believe that. You need to really realize that actually you have got something valuable to share with the world. And public speaking and communicating is the only way that that is going to get across. So even if you're not into public speaking, you are communicating every single day. So, you know, if you've got something that can actually help other people, sharing your knowledge or experience, the things that have gone well, maybe the things that you would do differently next time, whatever it may be, it might be that you're a technical expert in a particular area, um, but that is going to help your audience. So number one, re realize and believe in yourself that you have got a message and your voice counts. That's the very, very first thing. The second thing, you know, get some training. If you're worried about not actually knowing where to start, how to structure something, some of the tricks and tips, you know, invest in some training. Now, there's loads of stuff you can actually get for free online. Absolutely. So that's good, a good place to start. But, you know, for me, what I ended up doing was I actually signed up for a five day intensive uh, public speaking training course, which was actually with Progressive Success. So that really helped me get out of my comfort zone. It was almost like this intense five days just forced me to be better. And then since then, you know, I'm now on a, a, an ongoing kind of academy, if you like, where every month we get together and we practice and we critique each other, et cetera. So having some form of, of training, if you're starting out or like me, I've been speaking for years, but I just wanted to actually be a bit more technical about it and also to have a few more tricks few more tools in my toolkit, if you like. So, you know, you can always go and develop yourself through getting some training. The third point is around having a clear structure to your speech. So, you know, it's not just a case of standing up there and blurting out whatever comes into your head. I mean, listen, hey, I can speak for England and I can often do that, <laughs> trust me. But when it comes to having a speech, actually you want a flow to it. 
You want to be able to capture the um, imagination of the audience, capture the attention, but then take them through a journey with you. And the best way to do that is to actually have a structure to your speech. So there's lots of different ways that you can do this, but I'm just going to share with you one of the um, structure aspects that I've learned through the training that I've done with uh, Progressive, and that is called the Pentagon. And the Pentagon is where you essentially, a Pentagon has five um, corners to it. So the first thing is, what are you going to speak about? The second is the why. Why is it important? The third area is the how. Then the fourth area is the what if, you know, people might have some concerns, objections. So, you know, you are actually trying to address those. And then the fifth aspect is when, when should people take action or, you know, do whatever it is you're encouraging them to do. So that's a very, very simple structure to the heart of a speech. Obviously, you've got an introduction, you've got an end, you might be actually um, be selling something and having a sales pitch. But that sort of Pentagon structure is really useful. Uh, I use it a lot. And actually, what you realize when you start to do more of this stuff, um, what's really happened for me is that, yes, I can use all of these tools and tactics uh, in a speech itself, but it's more and more coming into my everyday communication. So even if you're having, I don't know, a negotiation with a supplier or a discussion you know, with your team, that very often that Pentagon structure can be really quite helpful. And with a structure, Ideally, ideally, the utopia is to be able to stand on a stage and deliver a speech with no notes. That's the ideal. Not everyone can do it. Um, and, you know, I, I have I have been successful to a certain degree with that. And that's what I'm really trying to improve on myself. So that is the utopia. But the reality is, unless you're memorizing, you've got an amazing memory, you're not going to remember every single aspect of what you want to cover. But you can remember the structure. And if you have a good structure to a speech, even if you get a little bit lost in your mind, you can always bring it back to where am I in the, in the particular part of my speech? And then that will trigger the memory of what you're going to talk about. So having a clear structure like that is going to massively help you. So that's point number three. I could go into loads of detail on this, but I just want to give you some high level pointers here. Point number four, be yourself. Sounds obvious, doesn't it? But very often, I think, when we put ourselves out to the world, we can, you know, the old imposter syndrome can kick in, or we might get sort of worried that people are going to be judging us. Uh, we're, we're fearful of, of messing it up or whatever it might be. And that can sometimes mean that we don't act um, and we don't speak authentically and we don't actually be our real selves. Now, the reality is that people see through that very, very quickly. Uh, so, you know, it could be that you've got an accent. You know, I have a strong Mancunian accent. I'm very proud of where I'm from, but there were many years where, you know, I would almost try to tone down my accent because I thought that, that you know, I wouldn't be perceived in the right way. I'd be seen as, you know, common and was with all these posh people in London or whatever it may be. So very often when you're actually putting yourself in that limelight, on that stage or in that room, whatever the environment may be, we can get concerned about things like that. You know, maybe you're worried about the way you look or, you know, you might actually have some kind of sort of physical disability or something happening where you feel you might have a stutter. You know, all of these things can actually prey on our mind and, and really kind of destroy our confidence. So 
you know, own it. Whatever it is you is about you, you are uniquely you. And that is an absolute gift. Okay. There's no one else on the planet like you. So embrace it. It doesn't matter if you have, speak in a certain way, you look a certain way. You know, if you own it, then you're going to come across much more believable. People will buy into you. And you know what? There will be some people and maybe you're not their bag and that's okay. So it's fine. You're not there to be, you know, loved by every single person. That's impossible. But actually the people that really do resonate with you will resonate with you more when you're your true authentic self and the people that actually, you know, you they don't um, have an appeal they will actually move away from you. And that is okay because then you will have your tribe, you will have your audience and you will be able to have a much deeper connection. So be yourself, be your authentic self. That's number four. Number five, now your story, your life, your journey, your story, um, bring that into your speech. Bring it into whichever speech you're doing because you will have life experiences and stories that you can tell which bring your speech to life. Now, I'm not saying you have to be, give war and peace uh, of your entire life, uh, life story, uh, warts and all, but there would be certain parts of it where you can actually bring in your own personal experience. And that does a couple of things. One, it gets people to know you better. Two, it can really highlight subject matter and means that people will then have an affinity and go, gosh, yeah, actually, yeah, that, that makes sense. I've done that. I felt like that. And it's much more real. You bring the kind of the color to the speech by bringing your story into it. And you can do that along the way, actually. It's not just one story. We all have plenty of stories, don't we? Actually, hundreds, thousands, actually, in some cases. So it makes you feel, you know, you're more authentic, you're more believable. It's more enjoyable for the audience and it brings your subject matter to life. So bring your story into your speech. Number six, preparation. Do not just wing it, okay? Um, now, there are times when, of course, if you're just having a general conversation, yes, you know, you're, you're speaking on the hoof. But if you have got a speech that you're going to deliver, please, please, please prepare for it, okay? You don't necessarily have to script it out, but you need to have done preparation on the structure, the content, the flow, what are the key messages, uh, so that you can give the best to your audience. Those people sitting in the room listening to you or maybe that are on a webinar or are listening to you on um, a social media um, post, you know, they have given their valuable time to listen to you. So please pay them the respect that you have put preparation into the speech. You know, and I'm a massive believer that you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So, you know, really, that's that's just something that would be an, an, an own goal if you didn't prepare. So please put the put the effort in. Number seven, be clear on your audience. You know, think about who's in the room. Now, as I say, you're not always going to appeal to every single person, but have a sense of who's there, not necessarily individuals. But, you know, if you're giving a speech around, I don't know, how to invest in property, you know, in the room, you're probably going to have fellow property investors or aspiring property investors. Maybe these are newbies that have never actually done property before and are looking to you to help show them what's possible. Um, equally, if you're in a room full of, you know, I suppose, um, investors, they're coming at it from a different perspective, aren't they? They're maybe looking about the financials and, and the aspects of, it, of investing in property. So think about your audience. You know, if you're 
in a room and you're talking um, about, I don't know, women in business. Now, I often talk about women in business, leadership roles, diversity and inclusion. Just actually make sure that you're not alienating the guys in the room because actually gender diversity is also important for men. So, you know, just think about the audience and how you can connect with them and what are the key messages you're trying to reach them with. Number eight, body language. So you're in that spotlight, aren't you? People are looking at you. Reality is they are going to judge you anyway. So get out your own way, accept that's the case, but think about your body language. Now, there are 170,000 words in the English language. 5,000 are commonly used. But get this, there are 700,000 aspects of body language. So yes, what you say is very important. Of course it is but also how you say it, your tone of voice, how you move on the stage. Are you making eye contact with the room or are you just staring at one person, which is very uncomfortable for that one person, but also you're alienating the rest of the room? Are you using over-exaggerated hand gestures like this? Very distracting sometimes. So think about how you're using your body to actually emphasize the point and how you're going to come across so there is no right or wrong with this, but be aware of it. And, um, you know, when you practice a lot more, you'll become more aware of, of the body language side of things. So there's a whole science behind this. So I'm just literally mentioning it and scratching the surface now. Point number nine, before you do a speech, get in state. Now, by that, I mean, get ready before you walk on the stage, make sure you have got the right calm atmosphere around you so that you can prepare yourself. And as part of that, you know, your breathing is really important. You know, just take a few moments, get the air into your lungs, calm you down. At this point, you might be feeling feelings of panic. Um, you might have forgotten everything you're going to say. You might be feeling hot. You might have come out in a big sweat. You know, all of that is perfectly normal because, you know, it's emotion, isn't it? You know, you're going on to do something that actually can be really powerful. So the adrenaline is kicking in at this point and the nerves are kicking in. So get yourself in state. Take a moment. Try and actually avoid talking to lots of people before you're about to go on and do your presentation or your, your speech because, that can mean that your mind is, is there. And the last thing you want to be doing is having a very rushed conversation with someone. They might say something that totally throws you before you're about to walk on the stage. Or you might not have had the time just to calm yourself down because you're running on. And again, your, your first impression on the stage is, is not going to be the best in that scenario. So just take a few moments, get yourself in state. What I find really useful is try memor, remember your first line. You'll have done the preparation. You know the structure to your speech. If you remember that first line, once you get over that first line, the rest will come. Okay? Um, so just really focus on that. Get yourself in state. And then the 10th point is repetition, repetition, repetition. So my mentors, Tony Gargan and Robert Upright, who I do my public speaking training with through Progressive, they absolutely drill this into us. It's only through repetition, repetition, repetition will we get to mastery. And this is the same with so many things in life, isn't it? 
the more we do, the easier it gets. Um, so the more you practice, and you know what? It doesn't matter if you don't get it right first time. It doesn't matter if, you know, it doesn't go as you would want. You've been out there, you've practiced, you've learned something, and the next time you can bring it back into play. So even if you have an absolute nightmare delivering a speech, please, please, please do not let it put you off because so few people actually master this. But when you do, it is a joy. You're giving something to the world. You're sharing your voice, your message, whatever that may be. And that is incredibly powerful. So but, but practice, practice, practice. And remember, you're always presenting. doesn't matter whether you're stood on a stage or if you're in a room, you're having a conversation one-to-one. -one. You are always presenting yourself. You're always communicating. So all of these tips around public speaking specifically, you can bring into your everyday life, the way you carry yourself, the way you come across, thinking about your audience, that works one-to-one -one or one-to-thousands. So I hope it's been helpful for you. Honestly, public speaking, <laughs> it isn't as bad as death. <laughs> and uh, actually, it can be a great joy. So, um, you know, just give it a go. Put yourself out there. That's where the magic happens. That's where the connections happen. Remember, you are amazing. And it is by being brave and pushing out of our comfort zone. It's by being bold and making an impact, the best impact we can make. But you're going to be brilliant and you're going to help other people be brilliant as well. So I hope it's helpful. Have an amazing rest of the day, whatever you're doing. And I look forward to seeing you on screen or on a stage uh, or in the room somewhere very soon. Take care, everyone. Bye now. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.